Hi, this is Steve Hobbs with Steve Hobbs Jewelers. We want to be your jewelry store. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing at you, little lady. <laughs> I would really like to, you know, I'd really like to take that little hand and just slide a ring on it. <laughs> Nothing give me more pleasure than that. <laughs> so just come on down here. We've got a warehouse located in Athens, Alabama. We've got gold, silver, diamonds, cubic zirconias. We got all kinds of things. Just come on down here and ask for Steve. Have you ever found yourself in the back of a parking lot drinking beer and smoking cigarettes and thinking about your life? That, that was yesterday. That was yesterday for me. Somehow, I was in Huntsville and I got so bored that I was like, I'm just going to buy a six-pack, go sit in a lonely parking lot somewhere and smoke cigs. That's what I ended up doing. So uh, this is the uh, Biscuits Buttered uh, podcast uh, with Victoria Vandenberg. I'm uh, hungover, and we've got lots to talk about today. So yesterday, uh, I'd, got some, um, I'd got some tickets to see... Lisa Traeger at Stand Up Live in Huntsville, Alabama. Well, we're going to stop even referring to it as Huntsville. We're just going to say the premier city of Alabama. We were in the premier city of Alabama to see Lisa Traeger. So she has an SVU podcast. Uh, I don't recommend it. I, I actually, they claim it's a hit podcast. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, they claim it's a, a hit podcast, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know about it. Um, I think that is a lie. I think they're, they made a podcast and they're trying, uh, to get people, uh, to listen to it, <laughs> even though it's like, it's like the worst podcast ever. Um, so they they had that at the venue where they were uh, recording that podcast. Um, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to look up the lady's name. Uh, okay, so it's Lisa Traeger. And then there's this other lady named uh, Kara Klink. And they go over old Law & Order episodes and review them. Maybe, I mean, you know, it's, it's that day and age. Somebody will watch it or listen to it or whatever. But it's not for me. I tried to listen to a couple episodes, and I'm like, this is not, this is not. Of course, I never watched Law & Order, so maybe, maybe if I watched Law & Order, it would be a lot better of a podcast. I can hear someone whistling outside right now. <laughs> That's why I paused. I'm like, what the fuck? I guess he's whistling at his dog. I don't know. My neighbors wake up around this time to go to church. can't believe people still go to church i mean it's like you're paying not only one thing about life i don't see how people get by like you know you go so not only are you paying like 20 something percent of your income to the federal government you're paying five percent of your income to the state of alabama then you're going to go to church on the weekends and pay tithe up 10 percent or however much it is you do but uh it's insane yeah they're they're fixing to get in their car and 
roll down to church, and then I guess after that they're going to go out and be mean to somebody at a restaurant and not tip them. Uh, well, anyway, I went to Huntsville yesterday. Uh, it was a, um, I, I don't know, I was kind of in a, like a melancholy mood yesterday. I got, I got to, there's nothing like going somewhere alone. But, you know, I'm the kind of person, I'm antisocial, but I force myself into the world. I'm, I'm not the type of person that just sits at the house. I've got to get out in the world to feel normal. <clears throat> and um, even though I don't necessarily want to, I'm not a social butterfly, I, I do want to go out. I, see, I would rather talk into this microphone than actually talk to a person. That's one thing I've realized. I love talking. I love expressing my views on the world. But... Not necessarily to a person who can talk back to me. <laughs> so I get ready. I go. I go to Huntsville. Uh, well, w- which is going to be referred to from now on as the premier city of Alabama. So I go there. I'm like, what do I do? You know, what do I do? So I go to this uh, restaurant. Let me see if I can pull up this restaurant. And it was good Mexican food. So a lot of the Mexican restaurants in Huntsville, as I've previously mentioned, are ran by Phil Sandoval, a fake Mexican. So it's hard to get good Mexican food when you're in, like, it needs to be prepared by, I'm sorry, it needs to be cooked and prepared by Mexican. I don't want this bullshit Phil Sandoval stuff where it's like just something frozen that you warm up. So I went to Los mariachis I'm not saying it's the greatest restaurant ever but it's ran it's owned and operated by Mexicans (laughs) and the food tastes like Mexican to me Um, you know I live in a town that's mainly like Hispanics and Latinos and everything so we have really good Mexican food where I live but um Los Mariachis, if you're in Huntsville and you want Mexican food prepared by Mexicans, go to it. And I don't know, anybody has any suggestions, uh, email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. You know I love to hear from everybody. Um, so please, please do that. Please email me. I want to hear from you. But we actually have something that I need to address on the podcast today because I was just going to rant into this thing. Well, I'm do, I'm trying to I'm trying to um, go all over the place a little bit too much. Let me write this down. I'll get back to it. Um, let me tell you about my trip to the premier city of Alabama. Before I, you, you know, my mind wanders. I just jump from one thing to another. So I go to Huntsville. I eat a I drink beer and eat a ton of fucking like food at this restaurant then i'm like i'm gonna go i need ice cream i go and like a fat fuck i go up to baskin robbins i stuff my face full of ice cream at baskin robbins and after i do this i'm like i'm just feeling depressed (laughs) you know i feel really depressed and so I'm like, oh, let's go read a book over. Let's go look at magazines and read a book at Barnes and Noble. So I go over to Barnes and Noble. I pull behind this car, and I interrupt this guy. I'm assuming 
him and his girlfriend were in the back seat of his car. I assume he was getting a BJ or finger banging or something. They're probably fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I felt horrible about this because I pull up with my lights on and I'm listening to um, Anthony Kiedis go on and on and on on a podcast about something and my lights are shining on their car, but I don't realize they're in the back seat at the time. And then they both like a couple minutes later, cause I have my lights on the back of their vehicle. They like hop out of the vehicle and I'm like, Oh man, I just ruined them. Like fucking around. They were in the back of the seat getting lucky in their teens. And I'm like, I just fucked that up for them. It was a downer. It was a downer. So I go inside and there's kids everywhere over at this Barnes and Noble. I'm like, what the fuck? Where are these kids' parents? Somebody's a real man. Cause they're running around, you know, doing fucking donuts in the parking lot, just doing all kinds of stupid shit. Um, I go in and this is going to be a very uninteresting story. I go in, you know, I read some magazines you know, uh, look around. Um, I pick up a bunch of magazines on London. And uh, my ancestors, they came from England. Okay, I, I'm mostly English, Scottish, and Irish. And I look at these magazines. I look at London. I look at England. I'm like, why well, why did they come here? Why did they come here? Like, it never gets too hot there. It never gets too cold there. The fucking city is... London's absolutely beautiful. And for some reason, they're like, we're going to go to this fucking crazy place with ticks and spiders and bears and everything else, and we're going to fucking settle that place. And now they're, you know five, six, seven, eight generations down, you know, we're living in fucking trailers, whereas the people who stayed in London are fucking rich as shit and got health insurance. And I'm like, well, that's a bad decision. My ancestors made a bad decision moving here. Oh, all the bullshit that we have to deal with on a daily basis here. I'm like, I think that maybe I should make the decision I don't think I'm going to ever have uh, a child. I don't think I'm ever going to have a progenerate, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, so I don't think that's going to be a problem for me. But just in case, I think I should move back to England or the UK somewhere just so they have a better future. So, you know, you, they, they might not have money in the future. But at least they'll have like you know some decent livable, a decent livable life, right? That's what I'm gonna do. All right. So after I left there, I'm just feeling kind of down, feeling kind of weird. I'm just by myself in a, in the premier city of Alabama. So I go down to Liquor Express and I just like I'm just gonna buy. Oh shit! I think Dad's home. All right, I was rudely interrupted, uh, as always. I can never get this done. Uh, there's always um, something getting in the way of the podcast. Um, so, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, I'm feeling down. I'm feeling depressed. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Liquor Express. I'm going to buy a six-pack. 
and a pack of cigarettes. And I'm just going to go somewhere and drink this, drink this alcohol. This is very antisocial behavior. Just sit in a dark fucking parking lot somewhere, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer. I bought Yazoo City. If anybody's interested, it was actually good. Um, and I'm in this dark parking lot <laughs> and there's like homeless people like cruising the parking lot. And I'm just like, why am I here? <laughs> like, what am I doing? Cause there's like an hour and a half before the, the, uh, the, uh, event actually starts. So I, this is where I end up. I'm like, this is what my life is at this point. I'm alone in a dark parking lot, smoking Marlboro lights and drinking beer. It's just, it's not the way I wanted my life to go. <laughs> but I had a reason. I had a purpose to be there because I was waiting on um, uh, this uh, venue. So anyway, they had, okay, the podcast is called That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast uh, with uh, Lisa Traeger and Kara Clank, Kara Clink, Kara Clink. So, Lisa, I, where do I begin? So, okay, I get in there, you know, um, my waitress was a lot better this time, so I don't have to be a Karen, my waitress. I was, I was uh, a little afraid. I was a little afraid because when I got in there and I sat down, it was the same waitress as last time. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to get horrible service. She's going to ignore my table and all this. And uh, she was way better this time. Uh, so I didn't have to worry about that as much. Um, so I apologize for shitting on my waitress. It was just a bad night for her, I guess. So uh, I forget this dude's name, but I've seen him there twice, and he always has the same jokes. He loves to joke about uh, being black. He loves to joke about being black and how he has uh, a very, like, he'll tell you I have a very, he'll basically make a joke about how his dick is small, and then he'll tell you his dick is seven and a half inches. And we're, we're like, well, that's not, that's actually pretty good. That's pretty, that's, that's good dick. All right. If you have seven and a half inches, Victoria is going to let you know that if you have seven and a half inches, you got good dick. Okay. That's actually bigger than I think most people would want. <laughs> and he's like, I got a small dick. Okay. So well, anyway, he goes on, he does his little spiel and I've heard, I've already heard the joke. So that, that's the reason I wasn't, um, it's like, you know, you kind of have to like pretend to laugh. It's like, yeah, I've heard it. <laughs> Get some new material. All right. But, you know, I understand. It, it's hard. It's hard to come up with all that material to go on there. I mean, look at how horrible this podcast is. <laughs> I can't come up with stuff to talk about, so I'll end up talking about going to restaurants and everything else. All right. So then Kara Clink goes on. And Kara Clink. She had her moments. She had her moments. But you ever have people like, I know there's like a lot of comic comics that uh, are subpar and they kind of like blame it on the vibe of the audience. Have you ever had this happen where they're not that funny, 
So they're just like, oh, it's just Alabama folks. It's like, oh, it's just, they're just not vibing me. It's like, no, no, you're not. You're not that good. <laughs> you know, like you're you're not that good a comedian, uh, and that's the reason people aren't vibing you. Now she did make me laugh. She did make me laugh, but I, I think some of her. Um, I don't know. There were certain points in the stand-up where, you know, she, uh, I could tell she was getting annoyed with the audience a little bit uh, for whatever reason, I guess, because we weren't just rolling over an adulation of her, you know, and that, that kind of get, I don't know, that gets on my nerves a little bit. It's like, come on, roll with, roll with it. Look at me, look at me telling someone I have, I've never done stand-up. Look at me telling someone how to do their job. But I've seen people do that job. So I've watched a lot of stand-up over the years, and uh, that's not what I would see, you know, top-of-the-top comedians doing, okay? (laughs) You know, if you're the very best of the best, you're not out there, you know, "Ah, the audience is shit, you know, blaming the audience for it. She didn't really do that, but you could tell she was, you know, annoyed that we weren't just you know falling in the ground laughing it's like well you're not you're not that good <laughs> like, you're, you're, you can make people laugh but you're not you're not a top tier comedian okay so we're gonna go on to uh lisa traeger lisa traeger's great she's funny she's been recently in a lot of movies um she was in um nope she was in um I was the king of Staten Island. She's been in a lot of movies lately and she's a really unique person. She's like this messy, uh, human being that just shows up and is high as fuck and just rambles. And it, it ends up being really, really funny. And she, you know, she messes with the audience and everything. Basically all her jokes are, uh, sex, things like that. Um, and I highly suggest going and seeing her, if you ever get the chance, she was great. I loved it. Uh, I was just in a weird mood last night and maybe, maybe I should apologize to, uh, Kara, Kara kink, because maybe I was in a weird mood yesterday. I was in a weird, depressed, melancholy mood, which led me to day drinking and smoking cigarettes in the parking lot. I don't, the reason I keep mentioning the cigarettes, I don't even smoke. <laughs> like I don't even smoke normally. Like I joke when I say that I'm drink when I'm when I say that I'm on here smoking a Virginia Slim. I'm joking. I'm not actually smoke, smoking a Virginia Slim. So that that happened uh, yesterday, and um, but yeah, Lisa Traeger, very funny, very unique individual. I hope to see her in more movies and stuff because she just seems like she would be a really really great character actor to do things in films so uh go see her go fucking see her uh she's great so i also want to do a shout out let me pull that off there let's go to our rss feed page we got to talk about something okay we got to talk about something there is someone in Belgium, in Belgium, who is listening to this podcast and has been downloading it quite a bit and has listened to all our episodes. Every single episode they've listened to. 
and I would like to talk to that individual. Why are you listening to my podcast? How is this? How is this podcast about a fat white fuck? That's a loser. I am a loser. I pride myself on how how low of regard I have for myself. Okay, I pride myself on it. Some people have way too much confidence and they go out in the world and they cause problems. I don't. I don't go out and cause problems because I have too much low self-esteem. <laughs> so what, what's drawing you to this podcast, Belgium? I'd, I'd really like to know. Uh, so please uh, email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me and let me know. All right. Maybe we'll have you on the podcast. I don't know. Maybe just whatever you want to do. You know, I can, I can, I can come to Belgium and I will give you a massage. That is exactly what I'll do. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Belgium. Why not? Right. Cause I'm wondering like, are they listening to this podcast to find out, uh, more about Alabama, more about what life is like in the States. Okay. Let's see here. So basically Belgium, they have the EU. Uh, it's the de facto capital of the uh, European Union. There's a lot of internal division in languages, Dutch, French, and German. Uh, longest uh, time without a government in peacetime. Huh? Waffles, yeah. <laughs> That's the most obvious thing that I would have known without looking at this. They have waffles. <laughs> uh, Belgian chocolate, fry, they make fries. Oh, lots of candy in Belgium. Mm. Mm. Oh, they have beer. Okay. You know, that is a must for any type of culture. They have some kind of Tomorrowland for diamonds. It is the diamond capital. I don't know what's up with Antwerp. Like, why is that how you say it? Antwerp? Y'all got to rename that city. Apparently, they have lots of diamonds. Battle of Waterloo, comics, cycling. Everyone's bicyclists in Belgium. Um. I, we're, we're going to have to visit Belgium because that that is, you know, it's just like David Hasselhoff is big in Germany. I'm big in Belgium. So we're going to have to visit it sometime. Um, let's see who else is listening to the podcast. It's basically the same people that were before. Um, let's see. Let's flap their dash. Let's flip through these. I uh, gotta give a shout out uh, to China, uh, the People's Republic of China. I think Z. Am I saying that right? Z. Um, he is uh, currently expanding his powers and rounding people up and everything. And I just want to say that I support you, Z. I support you, and. I want to have a huge fan base in China, and I don't know where Taiwan is. I don't know anything about Tibet, Taiwan, nothing. I don't know about the Uyghurs. All I know is I want to be big in China, and I think you should promote BZ, because I will be good to the communist people of China. 
All right. Enough of that bullshit. Um, I just think it's weird that we have listeners in Belgium and listeners in China because I'm like, what are they getting out of this? Because I don't, this is the most worthless podcast ever made. Like this is basically more like a, just a diary of my life, just a log that I can get on and just bitch and whine about the most mundane things you can ever think of. All right. So I don't know if anybody's seen this, but Deontay Wilder is back. Deontay Wilder is back. Did you see him fucking, he sent Robert Helenas to heaven a week ago. I mean, it was like, and he wasn't even using that much power. He was just like, fuck you, motherfucker. And just, then the fucking guy just went to sleep. Just went to sleep right there. Um, so I'm very happy that Deontay Wilder is back on top now. And I, I don't think he should fight. Um, I don't think he should go fight Tyson Fury again. Cause let's be honest. If it wasn't for Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder would be the undisputed champ. There's no one that can deal with that power. There's no one that can deal with him in his hands except a freak show named Tyson Fury. <laughs> I mean, Tyson Fury looks like he crawled from under a bridge somewhere. I mean, he's just a freak show. He's like seven foot tall, and he is the only person that can deal with Deontay Wilder punching him. <laughs> so if it wasn't for this big freaking nature from England, uh, I truly believe that Deontay Wilder would be the GOAT. And um, a lot of people... A lot of people um, give me a lot of flack for this. But I think Deontay Wilder has more power and is much better than Tyson. Okay? That's a controversial opinion. I know. It's a controversial opinion. But I believe that he is much much more talented. Now, I think the record, I mean, if you look at the record, he's got a way better record. So, I mean, I'm not going to argue it. It just is what it is. Deontay Wilder, way better than Tyson. Okay. So, um, I wrote down a lot of different things to talk about today. One of the things that's getting on my nerves is every day you turn on the news and the news is... Oh, Trump's in more legal jeopardy, even more than he was yesterday. And then you wait a day, and then you turn on the news. Oh, Trump stepped in it now. He's going to be, the cuffs are going to be on him. And then you turn on the news the next day. Oh, man, this just happened. Federal blah, blah, blah is investigating him. Every single day. The new, And this has been for the past five or six years. Every single day, the news has been, oh, Trump really stepped in at this time. Trump's going to go to jail this time. Blah, 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 that, That's every single day I turn on the fucking news. And it's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. There's other things going on in the world. I want to hear about everything else. Like, you never hear nothing about China. You never hear nothing about any of these other places in the world that are important that we need to know about. But for some reason, we can spend hours and hours and hours and hours a day obsessing over Trump 
and then no one knows anything other than Trump news. We got we got fresh Trump news for you. <laughs> it's like fuck that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, let's move on with our lives, people. Like, inform us if he's ever actually indicted. You know, if he's ever actually indicted, let me fucking know. All right. Because I really don't think, look, I think that Merrick Garland is a cuck. Okay. I think that he's a pussy. And I don't think that he, I hate to use that word cuck. I don't know why I use it so much. Because I shouldn't be using it because it makes me sound like one of these crazy conservative people, which I'm not. I just think that term's funny, so I use it. But I just don't think Democrats are just too, I just, they're just too do-nothing. Any excuse that they can have, they overthink things, they overthink things, and they'll spend years thinking about something and then just decide well, we're not going to do nothing because we've overthought it. It's like, no, no, just act. Be a little more like the Republicans and just go out and act on the things you need to act on or else nothing will get done, you fuckers. <laughs> and that's basically my every day is hearing this fucking bullshit. Uh, you know, I, I voted for Biden. Um, I... Uh, I voted Democrat my whole life and all, and now I'm just, I'm sick to my stomach because I'm like, I don't even want to vote anymore. I don't even want to vote anymore because it doesn't do any good. And people go, oh, it's much better than Trump. Well, yeah, yeah, much better than what a Republican would do, but it's still like kind of a do nothing mentality. If we take power, we need to do stuff. That's why we keep falling behind is because when the Republicans get power, they do stuff. I'm currently dealing with the consequences of this at my job. It's called consolidation. <laughs> it's a scary word, consolidation. And so I don't even know if I'm going to have a job in the future because of these motherfuckers. Because they don't want to do nothing. All right, moving on from politics. No one wants to hear about fucking politics. And we do. I have some notes that I wrote last week. I got drunk. Got shit-faced drunk. And I watched Fritz the Cat. Because <laughs> um, I'm a huge fan of R. Crumb. And I actually have, I actually bought, uh, a, is this how you said a serigraph? A Franz Kafka. And it's a beautiful picture. Of, I didn't know Franz Kafka was so handsome. Uh, a beautiful serigraph of Franz Kafka in my room, signed by Ro Robert Crumb. It's a limited edition, and his eyes will follow you around the room at all times. It's really eerie. It's like green, and he's like staring at you with these very intense eyes. It's actually giving me the willies just looking at him right now. Um, and I suggest going to crumbproducts.com and looking at their stuff and buying their stuff, okay? Because I like Robert Crumb, okay? And the thing I like about Robert Crumb is it, first off watch the documentary crumb it's fucking amazing uh details his life with his brothers you know came from this really fucked up family you know his mom was like a crazy person and uh his brothers were like sex offenders and 
you know, all of them seem like they were kind of spectrumish. <laughs> well, anyway, he he becomes a great cartoonist, and you know, as a cartoonist, you know, he does lots of just, and this is what I love about it, just really raw stuff, just unfiltered stuff, and that's what I love about his work. You know, a lot of people, you know, look back and kind of like to moralize about a lot of the stuff he did because some of it's racist, some of it's sexist. Well, excuse me, let me rephrase that. A lot of it is sexist, a lot of it's racist. But some something about it is just so, um, I don't know, when I look at it, it's just like he was just having fun writing and it was unfiltered. And that's what I love about it. It was just raw. It was raw. <laughs> uh, so, you know, of course he, I think he's apologized for a lot of this stuff now, but I still look back on it and go, this is very interesting and unique. And I want to look, you know, read his comics and, uh, watch his movies and stuff like that because it, it fascinates me. Uh, and he's a very, very talented artist and I think he's a funny guy and does lots of stuff. And lots of weird sex stuff, you know, in all of his work. Um, and a lot of anamorphic sex and things. And that's what we're going to get into because I just jotted stuff down. I, I was shit-faced drunk watching this fucking um, movie and it's uh, Fritz the Cat, which I think he's come out and disowned. I, or that's what I was told by someone. Don't expect me to fact check. I'm not going to fact check on this podcast. We're just going to talk about things. Um, okay. Basically, here's what I wrote down. Uh, the world according to R. Crumb. Uh, black people are crows, according to this movie, Fritz the Cat. Black people are crows. I wrote down, <laughs> for some reason, I wrote down cat pussy. Okay? If you watch this movie, Fritz the Cat, you've got to prepare yourself for cat pussy. I wasn't prepared for cat pussy. Uh, it grossed me out. <laughs> There's a virtue signaling cat, which I assume is a white guy, uh, who's virtue signaling to the crows. Uh, the the pigs are cops, and the the cops will come out, and they're like just oinking and everything, and just hitting people with billy clubs and everything, just being fucking piece of shit, um, just being piece of shit oinkers, like they always are. I'm very a cab, like I'm one of these people. I'm uh, I say a cab, but um. I'm one of these people that I I hate the police, but then I also go, yeah, but they're necessary. You know, it's kind of like that um, saying in um, Team America World Police. Uh, yeah, dicks fuck pussies, but sometimes they fuck assholes. <laughs> That's kind of how I view the police right there. <laughs> sometimes they fuck assholes when they actually do their fucking job. Um, so, uh, you know, the, basically there's a lot of like anti-cop stuff in this book, uh, movie, which I love and it portrays them as, uh, uh, pigs. Um, 
Arkham now is in Paris. I think he moved to like France and started a band and, um, and he, uh, looks like he found happiness. He looks like when I look at like really like happy, self-actualized people, if you look at him now, he actually looks like he's doing great. Got his little jazz. He loves jazz. He's got his little jazz band. He's living in France. He's just living the dream, man. I mean, I'm, I'm jelly. I'm jelly of our crumb. Um, so basically this movie is about a horn dog cat. And, um, let's see here. I wrote down, this is how drunk I was. I just wrote down pig on crow shooting <laughs> somewhere in the movie. There's a pig on crow shooting. And then there's a riot because the blacks are like, no, you, you shot. Well, I shouldn't say the black, the crows are like, motherfucker. But that, that was kind of racist right there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, well, anyway, there's a lot of crazy shit. It ends up in like a communist revolution and all this stuff. And um, and I wrote down, I don't remember much because I really was shit-faced drunk when I watched this. Uh, I wrote down Nazi horse rape orgy. Nazi horse rape orgy. So somewhere at the end, I'm assuming um, there's horses that are raping someone. Oh, no, no. I think Nazis rape a horsewoman. And then there's an orgy. It's Look, I was, I was trashed. I was trashed. So forgive me for not remembering. But... This is worth a watch. I don't care who you are, where you're from. This is worth a watch, okay? If you're like me and you love a goddamn freak show, you love just trash cinema, <laughs> watch this movie. It's a classic. <laughs> you know, I think I think we're gonna just watch. Um, I think I'm gonna start a series where I watch. Um, just the worst movies we can find that have been kind of banned, like songs of the South and stuff like that. Um, and just review them. And I know that wasn't the best review, but I did watch it over a week ago and I was, uh, inebriated. So bear with me. Uh, I think this is maybe the worst podcast I've ever done so far. That's the way it's feeling. That's the way it's feeling halfway through is that this is probably the worst one I've done. <laughs> So, uh, Beck is no longer touring with Arcade Fire because of all the allegations against Wynn Butler. Now, I don't know if there's any new allegations because I defend people and then there's like new shit that comes out afterwards. So, just keep that in mind. You know, it's just like with Kanye, he started, you know, I was defending Kanye like a week or two ago and then he started like hating on the Jews and all, you know, doing some really anti-Semitic stuff. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, get back on your meds. Get back on your meds. But I'm still defending Wynn Butler of Arcade Fire. I think Arcade Fire is a good band. And Beck, you should stop. You know, you should just stop. You know, when you give in to these people and you start, you know, cutting people off and everything, it never ends. They're just going to have to, they're just going to come after you for something else. I mean, there's, there's always going to be something that they're worked up about. So don't give in to all that bullshit. 
Okay. I heard Ryan Reynolds is going to make a John Candy documentary. And God damn it, I'm hoping he does. Because John Candy um, deserves a lot more attention. He was a national treasure. And we need a documentary about his life. Because, you know, there, there's a lot of comedians that come around. I, com- comedians are one of those things where you you spend a whole career out and you never really get the praise that other people do. Like great actors get, you know, all this praise. You know, we still talk about old actors from the day like Brando and everybody else. But you, you don't really get the praise as a comedian. And I think that he should be cherished. And I can't wait to see that documentary when it uh, comes out. Uh, I did partially watch Bill Hicks' Sane Man. I didn't finish it uh, because, again, I, I ended up passing out. <laughs> it was on the same night. And uh, I ended up just completely like, I got to pass out. Like This isn't going well. Um and a lot of movies, I start movies nowadays and I can't even finish them because they're so bad. So I watched Terrifier 2 the other day. Uh, and it's, if you want to see, and I, I probably will end up finishing it just because everybody's talking about it. I'm like, well, maybe something good will happen. It's just really gross. That's the whole point in the movie It's just really gross. There's no real plot. There's no nothing. It's just a clown running around torturing people so it's basically torture porn um for a lot of people so why not go see it (laughs) and then i also tried to watch this pearl movie which everybody's talking about that movie and how great it is and i'm like i watched the first 10 minutes i'm like i can't get into this this is bad just bad like i think the standards for cinema has went down so much that People just accept anything as entertainment nowadays. And I'm going to give that one a try again because so many people have swore by it um, that I will eventually get to it. Uh, let's see here. What else can we talk about? Who do you think is going to win? Anderson Silva or Jake Paul? I don't think... I, this is just my opinion. A lot of these fights, I, I think that people are being paid to take a dive. You know, like I really do think that. Um, so my bet is Jake Paul is going to knock out Anderson Silva. That is a crazy statement that I just said. Jake Paul is going to knock out Anderson Silva. Well, the reason I believe that is because um, I don't believe any of these fights were real. I mean, I just, I don't, I just don't. <laughs> Unless he's like, there must not be no drug testing or something, but I don't know. I don't see how they could be fair because, you know, he he beat up Tyrone Woodley pretty good. He beat up a lot of different people pretty good. And I'm just like, how how is this guy killing, you know, grizzled veterans? Because it's staged. That's how. <laughs> yeah, so last night at the comedy club, the fucking waitress comes up. This is one thing I mentioned, wanted to mention earlier, but forgot. It's like, oh, you're back? And I was already in a melancholy mood. I'm like, yeah, I just need, I, I just need 
Estella. <laughs> Bring me Estella and a Manhattan. Uh, I don't want to talk about me being back at this club again for the second time in a week. So uh, I'm going to have to start going to Zanies in Nashville just so I can lay low. You know, just lay off of Stand Up Live and go to Zanies. That way I'm not like, that way I'm not coming in there like, oh, there's our regular. There's the, there's that guy, uh, well, you know, girl, depending on when I feel like it, I'm fluid. Um, there's that guy that's, you know, always alone and he comes and watch stand up and he drinks a lot. <laughs> He's fucking nacho, shoves nachos in his fucking face the whole time. <laughs> Cause I like one thing I like, uh, this is just me personally. I like to be invisible. I don't want to be the regular. I don't want people to remember me. I want to get in and get out without anybody seeing me. I want to be, um, I don't want to be remembered. I want to be able to slip in, slip out. Anonymity. That's what I want. All right. I don't want anybody to see me. So we're going to start going to Zanies, and there are a couple of shows at Zanies. I think Lavelle Crawford's going to be there. I think Earthquake's going to be there. Adele Givens is going to be there. So I might be going to see those shows, and uh, I'll tell you all about them. As I always do, I'll give you a very uh, bad review of everything, as I always do. No, no specifics, no details, no real thought put into it it's just like i went to show it was good or it was bad <laughs> those are my reviews it bad it good <laughs> you know don't expect much from me this is my podcast and it's for me not you so fuck off we do have some breaking news this week so Someone is suing Biden and the National Archives, because this is the shit I care about. This is what CNN and MSNBC should be covering. Someone is suing Biden and the National Archives to release the JFK assassination records. So they've been holding on to a lot of records. And every year, like Biden will come out and be like, well, we'll release them next year. <laughs> like every year they do that. Even Trump would do it. And they'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I can, you know. We got to get these records out here because we got what's in there. What's in these fucking records that the government doesn't want us to know? They keep holding on to them. And uh, I I almost can guarantee you the CIA was involved in the killing of JFK. Okay. I probably shouldn't be saying that on this. They're going to track me down now. <laughs> but, but look. When Dulles was in charge, that was a fucked up organization. JFK fired Dulles. And then JFK winds up fucking dead. Okay. Um, I, without a doubt, I look, I can prove none of this. <laughs> I can prove none of this, but you can see, like, if you get into the weeds with the JFK assassination, you can see the fingerprints of the CIA and you can, it's provable that they were in the shadows of it. We just don't know what they were doing in the shadows. Uh, they had their own psychologist that ended up being Ruby's psychologist. Ruby ended up going insane in prison because of this. Um, I think his name was Jolly West. Um, you know, there was these 
um, you know, fake groups in New Orleans, uh, these Cuba groups that, um, that Oswald would go into and it was like CIA ran. And I, I mean, I, like some of this stuff is provable. So, you know, was Oswald an operative for the CIA? Was he an operative for another government? I don't know. But for some reason, the CIA was neck deep in all of this. I mean, you can prove that they were on the, in the periphery of all this, you know, on the edges, you know, you can prove certain things that they were involved somehow. We just don't know how, and we don't have a smoking gun. So maybe when they release these uh, files, will know something because, you know, Biden's a piece of shit for not releasing these. I'm just so tired of it. And maybe, maybe the opposite will happen. Maybe they'll release the files and we'll find out that I'm full of shit. And I hope that's the fucking case. I hope I'm full of shit. (laughs) I hope that the CIA didn't kill our president, but right now I believe they did. Now forget the guy's name. There's really good books on this. So, Uh, Just look into it because, look, I used to be like you. I know you're listening at home and you're like, this guy is an idiot conspiracy theorist. Okay. I used to be just like you. But then I looked into it and then I'm like, oh, it's actually very murky. It's actually very murky and it's legitimate to question it. You know, it's just like with... um, you know, you'll you'll be called a conspiracy theorist for questioning, you know, how COVID started. Well, the more you look into it, the more murky it is. And there's no clear answer. So you shouldn't be looking down at people and faulting them for saying they believe this or believe that. Because they're believing it based on the evidence they have. And if you listen to the news, oh, it came from the wet markets. But if you actually go and dive into it, um, I, I would say it's, you know, it might've been a leak. I don't know. It might've been a leak. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, let's see what all I write down. Okay. So I got a lot of work bullshit. Got a lot of work bullshit to talk about. So we, uh, I had one of those weeks where like everyone gets on my fucking nerves because <laughs> I'm being overrun with work while everybody's just sitting around doing nothing. And it's fucking annoying. It's really fucking annoying. Um, no one does anything. No one goes and picks up shit. And then when I say stuff to people, they like, Oh, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? They're like, um, you have a set schedule where you're supposed to go around and and pick up stuff and do stuff, and you're not doing it. And you're sitting there faulting me for not calling you when when it's supposed to be automatic. You're supposed to come clean. I, I don't want to get into the specifics of it because I don't want people knowing where I work, but they're supposed to do certain things. And when they don't do certain things, it piles up for me. And so lately they've been kind of like, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say gaslighting. Words used a little too much, but I'll, I'll bitch about it at work and they'll be like, well, you should have just called me. It's like, well, you should have just did your fucking job. 
How about that? And if everyone did their job, if everyone did, because the way my job works, we have these little computers we have to take with us everywhere. And there is set places we have to go, set things we have to do, and we actually have to click a button when we finish it. But they don't. (laughs) They don't even go by anywhere. They just choose to go pull into a parking lot and sit. It's fucking insanity. And um, so... I'm, I'm bitching to this one guy at work and about how crazy it is and how I had to skip. I got basically like two hours behind because there was so much stuff that was piled up to do. And I was like, well, I, I couldn't do this and couldn't do that because I was so far behind. And he was like, oh, did you communicate that to anyone? Oh, man, this this fucking annoyed the shit. I mean, I wanted to punch this guy in the fucking face. Did you communicate that to anyone? It's like, um, I shouldn't have to. You know, we're not provided walkie-talkies. We're not provided CBs at my work. You know, uh, we're, we're not told to be constantly in communication with everybody because I'm antisocial. I don't want to be in communication with everybody. But if everyone did their fucking job we wouldn't get backed up. And so like when I got into work that day, this one person that wasn't doing shit uh, was like, hey, Matt covered up. Oh shit, I got to cut that out. I just accidentally, uh, I just accidentally named one of the places that I was at. Well, anyway, this person at work told me, oh, this place is covered up. You, you got to get over there. Am I okay? And I went over there and it'd been like <clears throat> this person was just sitting around for like hours over over where I worked and they weren't picking up anything over there. And I'm like, you know, fuck this person. <laughs> like they're not helping, they're not nothing. So I was like, if I skip anything out of my route today, it's gonna be over at the place that they have to deal with later. So that way their shit'll be piled up, motherfuckers. So it it just, it's so goddamn annoying and uh, it's frustrating when people don't do their jobs. And the guy that I got mad at who was like, did you communicate that? Did you communicate that to anybody? I shouldn't have to. And this guy, um, I respect this guy a great deal. I respect him because he is a person who does his job. That's why I respect him. But he gets on my fucking nerves so much. <laughs> Have you ever met those people that like you respect them a great deal, but they fucking just drive you insane. And this is one of those people because he's always like, he's expecting, like he thinks that I should roll out the red carpet and do all the work for everybody. And he actually walks the walk. You know, he actually goes out and walks the walk and does the extra work and really tries to do his job the best he can. I respect him for it a great deal. But then he comes over there expecting me to do the same things he does. And I'm like, nah, nah. Not doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, work's been getting on my nerves. Um, hoping for a transfer. Um, there's all this consolidation stuff going on, so I might end up in Birmingham. I'm on the list. Um, so I want to go ahead and just pull the Band-Aid off. I don't want to be one of these people that stay there at the uh, facility and then you know, five years down the road have to move 
I want to just go ahead and move and get it done. That way I can start living my life and have a consistent, you know, place to live uh, instead of having to worry about it all the time. Oh, there's that really. I see during the week I write down stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I have an overbearing feeling this has been the worst podcast that I've ever done. We're going to try to do uh, uh, a spooky podcast today. Uh, we'll eventually get to it, maybe tonight. Um, there's stuff I wanted to do today. I think uh, the Ren Fairs today over in Florence. So I was wanting to run over there and get a funnel cake because that's always fun. You have all those weird people that come out of the woodwork to go to the Ren Fair. So looking forward to that. And we'll uh, hopefully do another podcast this weekend and get it out to you. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, this is Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. And you can email me at biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. Thank you and have a good week.